Hey listeners, you ever want to start your own podcast or have you wondered what making friendship time is like behind the scenes? Do you ever wish you could talk back to the show? Well, we want you to be able to do all of those things. Pratik and I are considering making a Discord server around our community of listeners and we're in the process of gauging if there is any interest in such a thing. If this is something you'd like, go fill out the form in the show notes. It's like three questions takes 10 seconds to complete and we'll see that you're interested. Okay, on to the show. Bart and Ratik hadn't spoken in a while. Both of them were stuck in their own freaking lives. One fine day they decided to speak. Ratik had an awful idea and said, let's do this every week. Isn't that what friendship is? Every week we talk about life, our interests, or nothing at all. So come join us and be a fly on the wall. It's friendship time. We haven't done friendship time in two weeks. So yes, we haven't. Yeah, yeah it's so been two weeks. So I'm going to give myself and yourself like 30 seconds to kind of recap what happened in the last two weeks. Okay, um, lots of work. Um, two weeks ago was my last week of work for my, like, I had off this week. So it was a lot of work to wrap up before I left for the holidays. And then I wrapped it up um, and my then started, my cousins were over for the next five days. So we, we chilled a lot, we talked a lot, we watched two movies, uh, Don't Look Up, which was eh, I didn't like it. And I watched Get Out, which is already one of my movies of the years. So, loved it, absolutely. And, uh, been yeah, so they left a few days back and everybody's kind of flying out now. So, suddenly I have some time back now and obviously joined back work on Monday. So, yeah, it's been quite hectic, but fun to meet up with everybody, talk with everybody. Nice. Um, I've, missed, I've missed friendship time. And yeah. you? Wow, that was, I mean, it was more than 30 seconds, but it was very short. It was 50 seconds. No, no. Vocardio. I have one more thing before you go though. Yeah, sure. um, I had a call with my sister, cousin sister, um, before like today in the evening, and she listens to the show. So she and I also didn't speak for. So she probably will listen to this. Hello, Hello, cousin sister. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So she, we hadn't spoken in two months. We have a monthly call, and. so we got pushed because I was busy and she was busy, etc. And so she told me that she'd been listening to Friendship Time uh, instead of talking to me. <laughs> 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 I mean, not that, but that's what I made the joke to be. She basically was doing some chores and she put on a bunch of episodes. And today, randomly in the call, she just went, Oh yeah, I know your manager was off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Friendship Time. Um, so yeah that was fun to hear this is a this is a side effect of having a public journal people just know about your whereabouts and your alibis I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining <laughs> yeah we could use friendship time as this long term alibi like keep lying about where we are and then commit a crime and then be like no but look wow you know? <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is how we are different in like thought processes <laughs> so yeah, I will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me try to do my last two weeks in 30 seconds or less. One, okay. two, three. Okay, I bought the Nintendo Switch because <laughs> you bought it and then I was feeling very <laughs> left out, so I bought it. 
Then oh. I played Mario, the new Mario. I finished the new Mario. I bought Mario Kart and Hollow Knight, which I'm loving right now. Yesterday, yes. I went to watch an NBA game, not at the stadium, not inside the stadium, but at the stadium, in the on the huge screen outside. Uh, and okay. it was a comeback victory by the home team. So yay, woo! Um, and I went to play Top Golf, which is like this gamified bowling version of golf, which is great. And bowling version of golf. I'll explain. I'll explain. And okay. I finished watching Ozark, which was awesome. Nice. And I, my main soundtrack for the last two weeks has been, and don't ask why, it's been the Alvin and the Chipmunk soundtrack. <laughs> we have to ask why. <laughs> it just, just, just happened. I was like, oh, wow. Uh, you know, I haven't heard that album in a while. I just a lot of that it. music is like actual songs, but in Chipmunk voice. Yeah, all of them. Okay, yeah, that's that's awesome. the whole that's the that's the theme. Right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I I get I get the vibe. I get it. Yeah, we were listening to one of the actual songs, and like, oh, uh-huh. do you remember this was in the Chipmunks movie? And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And then I played the Chipmunks we version. And you pick up the leaves and magic is lost. <laughs> Yeah, this is like sometimes I get into the vibe of like listening to like the Glee soundtrack, which is also similar. Uh, like it's just music, but in I guess high school musical style. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to Friendship Time. It is the show about our lives. My name is Parth. I'm with Ratik and we talk about our lives on the show. Ratik, Friendship Time is a show about our lives. Yes. We have spoken in the past a lot about our lives in terms of the present and like what's going on today. We've spoken a lot in terms of the future, in terms of oh, what can we do tomorrow. But let's talk today about the past because I don't feel like that gets enough attention from us. Especially after doing the first date episode, I was like, oh, you know, that's a lot to get to here. Okay. And today is an easy episode for me to do because I assume I will be doing the less amount of talking on it. Because today is an episode about you. Okay. And it's an episode about how Ratik, who is a math major, became an Android developer. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. I see you've used the powers of planning to make everything about me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have the luxury of not having to think about anything. All yeah. of the content is in your head because it's your life. True. So, you know. It's, yeah, it is still lightweight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, just for some background, mm. what do you do for work? What do I do for work? Um, I'm primarily make apps for Android, so the mobile platform. You are not a computer science major. I'm not a computer science major. You did not study information technology. No, I didn't. You were a math major in college. Yeah, I mean, I studied all that, but on my own. I didn't study yeah, it like formal. You didn't get formal education in these yeah. fields. Yes, correct. I studied maths in college. Yeah. And today you... For a job, <laughs> make professional Android apps. 
Yeah, I do engineering. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's basically the entire episode. Yeah, I mean, all I'll say at the top of it, it's possible, guys. <laughs> it's possible. So, yeah. I mean, okay, app development requires some sort of coding knowledge. Uh-huh. So you learned coding at some point in your life. Yes. So, I mean, okay, broadly if I did pick it up on my own um like coding, but there was like only two years where I formally learned it which was like in 11th and 12th grade. Right. But I still feel like I was still doing things on the side on my own so kind of to accelerate the whole process. So, it's like, the only formal education in like programming i've had is is those two years in high school was that the first time you ever saw code no um i already knew a little bit of web development before that um and i had like dabbled using a few books like i tried to learn c uh, cuz my maths tutor told me that you can use this book to learn yeah so my interestingly my maths tutor was like doing a bachelor's in computer computer applications on the side to his tutoring gig no sorry he was doing his masters in that mm-hmm. so he's he'd had like kind of a programming background and he knew that i wanted and i really liked computers so he recommended like the like it's a pretty popular book it's called let us see yeah, i'm yeah, sure yeah, you've heard yeah, of it yeah it was the so first I book that. i got recommended also yeah so i bought it off amazon and i was like working through that and this was probably like in 10th grade so 11th grade was just around the corner where you actually finally do learn C++. Mm-hmm. So never finished that book but it was like my first introduction to C programming and and apart from that I was like doing web development because I had like a blog and stuff. Yeah, so first time you saw coding <laughs> was through web development. Yes, yes, I think that's that's a good way to put it. Okay, so you saw you saw web development. This is back in the days of what when we had Blogger yeah blogger existed wordpress Blogspot, was there wordpress blogspot yeah 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 i don't remember Do, did these things involve you having to code for yourself i thought they were more like ycyg editors yes so i'll tell you what happened so okay so i in like ninth grade i want to say with like two other friends of mine started a tech blog cuz i was really into tech back then surprise surprise and uh, like we were following you know like the verges of the day i mean verge wasn't even a thing like n gadget was the deal oh yeah yeah i remember those days yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were pretty fascinated by that and we thought hey we should start one so we ended up starting it on wordpress and yeah you're right the the free tier of wordpress is like just yeah you that simple editor where you can just post something and it gets published but eventually we were like serious about it and we thought we could should put ads on the website okay um and for that you need to switch to something called wordpress.org mm-hmm. which is essentially like a self-hosted version of wordpress so you instead of using like wordpress's cloud where they have like wordpress running you kind of take the entire wordpress thing and run it on your own like cloud space essentially okay and did you know when when you were doing this did you know you were quote unquote coding Yeah so the only co- like so this is how I started coding so when we were porting our blog over to like a self hosted thing we wanted to change how it looks 
and the only way to do that was css so i'd done html in 7th grade like in school but we never did css so but i knew that you can like change background colors and shit on the website <laughs> uh, but i did not know css and like i picked up css while like basically porting our website over Mm-hmm. and i didn't really know i was like programming programming but i i thought i was doing something like techy like cool in terms of like yeah software like in but the I did guts of something exactly yeah yeah but i did not know it was like programming yeah. okay so 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 you've done this web development you you've you know you looked at css you edited css you built up your blog you're studying of you know formally you're studying some sort mm-hmm. of programming in your 11th or 12th grade but you can go 7 million ways when you start learning programming you can go into this or that you can do web development you can do game dev you can do emulator development you can do anything where did the app fun you know where did the app turn come from where was it what happened that made you go oh i'm going to try to make an android app okay that's a good question so I'll preface the actual answer with something. So, I'd in been interested in apps because of my iPod Touch for like a couple of years. So, I got like an iPod Touch as a gift probably in like 7th 8th grade, 9th grade maybe. Uh, back then those things were those things were like to me they were like gold because I remember ah. seeing one of my friends have it and I I saw his uh, him use the gyroscope on one of his games. and i was blown away i was like whoa yeah. you're turning the car by turning your, your yeah i doodle yeah. jump yeah, yeah doodle, doodle jump, jump. <laughs> yeah fruit ninja days so yeah i'd gotten that ipod touch um as a present and it's funny we talking about the ipod because it, it just got cancelled like apple ended the ipod's life rip so i guess rest in peace ipod i owe you a career <laughs> um but Yeah so I had an iPod and I'd gotten really into the jailbreaking space. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz I'd I'd start because I had the iPod the main motivation was installing things on it through nefarious means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cydia. Yeah, Cydia and like just installers and stuff. Did you ever um, use that um that YouTuber what was his name? I download blog. Yeah, I yeah. I love that. I've followed him for he's, years. He's amazing. Amazing. I used to binge watch him and I didn't even have an iPod. He would put up a video like, "Oh, top 10 best new apps on Cydia." I was like, "All right, yeah. fine, let's do this." <laughs> so, that's actually so one of the first tech YouTubers that I discovered was Austin Evans. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was because he used to do jailbreaking tutorials. This is back when he was Duncan 33303 yeah, and he had the long exactly. hair. Yeah, and he was the first tech YouTuber I started watching, along with probably I Download Blog. Yeah, mm, yeah. And and then eventually, obviously, tech YouTube is such a big deal for both of us now. We just like consume a lot of it. But it started at with Austin for me. Um. So yeah, I was I was jailbreaking these iPods to customize my iPod and st- install things on it. And that's I guess the first bug came. in in pun intended <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's where it started because i was seeing these tweaks they call them so if if i mean for the listeners if you have an iphone for example um what jailbreaking an iphone could allow you to do is like customize what your icons look like or mm-hmm. if you're like scrolling a particular screen you can make it so that it like instead of a swipe 
it kind of rolls like yeah, an- yeah. you can change the animation like battle rolls and yeah yeah so I it, jailbreaking and getting like root access into iPhones and iPods allowed you to do these like mm-hmm. interesting things which Apple didn't allow you to do yeah yeah and and I saw this and my first thing was I want to make something of my own like, oh you wanted to make a tweak of your own I wanted to make a tweak okay um and so i start and this was a big thing for me like i really wanted to so i was googling and watching right things surprisingly there wasn't any tutorials for this shit uh, because a lot of the tweaks were just programmers who knew how to do this <laughs> yeah uh, and like they were not making like writing blogs about this so for a long time i struggled with this and I, that's when i was like also on twitter so i was talking to people about this and i eventually learned that the way to build tweaks is first you need to know something called objective c okay um, mm-hmm. and second you need a mac <laughs> um and so that that sort of spiraled into its own journey of me wanting a mac but we won't get into that now but but this bug had been in me for a while of like wanting to make a tweak and it eventually led to a dead end because i couldn't i didn't have a mac um so i i just dropped that at some point and by this time i was like in 12th grade and i'd already like had a year of c++ under my belt mm-hmm. and uh, i had an android phone i owned an android phone a year a of c++ phone. under your belt so that means you were still not sure what pointers really are <laughs> yeah 100% yeah, i don't think i still know um okay <laughs> no, that's actually scary <laughs> i i know i know <laughs> um so yeah this was like specifically it was i had no idea of what object orientation was but i i'd learned like procedural programming uh-huh yeah um so like the basics were and those were the days right like just write line after line after line after line yeah. after line <laughs> after line after line yeah. some people still do that all their lives <laughs> <laughs> पढ़ लो यार रीफैक्टरिंग पढ़ लो यार सो या इन ट्वेल्थ ग्रेड आई हैड दिस फोन विद मी एंड आई थॉट ए वाई शुड लेट्स मेक एन एप फॉर दिस आई स्टार्टेड सींग लाइक दिस टूटोरियल्स पॉप अप ऑन माई यूट्यूब सो द सेम बग विच वॉज दैट आई शुड मेक ट्वीक्स फॉर माई आईपॉड द सेम थिंग मेड मी बी लाइक आई शुड मेक एन एप फॉर माई फोन दैट्स it's essentially the same thing that's working in my head there um and android apps were just so more so much more accessible i could start right there i needed to download two things and there was a 200 video series on the new boston that i yeah, could watch yeah yeah and we've talked about the new boston a bunch in the show he, he is probably still is like a very fun programming youtuber so his name is bucky um, yeah bucky and he makes really intensive and fun and extensive programming tutorials yes correct and um, i think everybody who has ever tried to self learn languages has come across bucky at some point mm, i remember yeah. i learned java from him uh, when i was studying java formally i was actually learning from the new boston yeah and he's he's probably the reason why i passed that class <laughs> and i've heard that story from a bunch of people yeah and yeah the reason i picked up on android development is him and i was watching a lot of uh new boston i did this like his old 200 video thing probably i did probably the entirety of it mm-hmm. 
and yeah and i was like building what he was building and somewhere around the 150th video i i probably told myself that oh i know enough now to kind of bring my own ideas to life yeah and that i kind of jumped off from there and i and then i sort of thought that i should make something of it yeah the thing with these you know full playlists for tutorials of anything is that you think you can't really start until you've finished the playlist i remember yeah. when i tried to learn illustrator a little bit adobe illustrator uh-huh. i was like yeah. okay there's this 25 episode long uh playlist that i can just watch to learn illustrator and i i, I was like okay step 1 watch these 25 videos and understand them yeah. <laughs> and then as i was watching it i was like no he's just doing steps on there i should just have yeah. illustrator open the, on the side and repeat the steps that he's doing and that's what i ended up doing yeah so you know like i think i was just somehow naturally inclined to having a video running and also doing the same thing again mm-hmm. um because i've known people who like they wanted to know how to learn something and i referred to them like referred new boston to them and i know people who've struggled to do this like they just some people i just they just don't like it like they don't want to copy what they're seeing yeah but um and like they, and that's okay people learn differently but i was really religious about the fact that i would i wanted to build the exact project he was building yeah my first project that i've ever built in any kind of new thing i was learning was a copy of their example project yeah and i think that teaches you so much like i think without that you actually don't learn because you're not doing the thing you're just consuming things and that i guess goes back to her consume versus create conversation in back in season 1 where um for me when i consume something i want to instantly use that and either make the same thing or make something else like i i don't get a very good feeling if i'm consuming something especially educational stuff and then i don't do anything with it that just feels like entertainment <laughs> rather than actually learning even even it feels like wasteful entertainment because yeah you will forget so when i started learning sony vegas my mm. first ever project was to download whatever raw files that person had linked in their description and then just kind of understand the cuts that they were making how they were separating the audio from the video and the mechanics i think i would say the mechanics mm. of how everything worked and then when their project was done and i learned how to export the thing and i had this video that i had made which had zero of my creative inputs but 100% of my mechanical you know hand movements and cuts that i had made and shortcuts that i had used then it was about like okay now i know how to do something now it's up to me to figure out what to do and that's yes. where it came to the point where i was like okay you know the 10th graders in my school are having a farewell so we can make a video for them yeah. and that was the point where i started going and looking for things to do with my new skill because i knew i, I had this like new skill that i had acquired and it was it, then then it came like okay where do i apply this new skill and yeah. that's when i went looking for projects so you've applied you've you know acquired your new skill you're able to make the same app that bucky has made the new boston has made what was the first ever app you built by yourself so it was it was two so right after that tutorial i i went like the classic way of like creating a to do app on my own mm-hmm. 
um but i mean you and i love to do so <laughs> and to do apps so is the, and that's been, is the is the de facto hmm. app to get started with a calculator app that's what i've heard is it the hello world of android i think it's calculator or so to do is also a very hello worldy okay. nature okay yeah. um it, like for all programming to be honest like you learn any technology creating a to do app is enough complexity for a beginner right. to like wrap yeah. their head around like radio buttons so, or or checkbox buttons or yeah there's like stuff like saving the to dos retrieving it from some save state mm-hmm. like changing the state of like a to do to mark like as done or and or undone yeah so there's like in just enough complexity there and and just enough for you to even expand on if you want to okay um yeah. so that's what i went with i i want i thought i'll make like a to do app with my own design and i i already had some design jobs at this point generally based on like because of interest through the years so i was like okay i i thought i am decent enough at design to make something pretty so i started doing that and but i didn't really focus on design too much because i wanted to learn the the programming first right so i was doing that for a bit and i was i was mildly successful but then i somehow got bored of it and i figured that that too many to do apps so I, this is not something i would like to publish and this bug of publishing something existed back then too like i wanted to make something and have it show up on the play store mm-hmm. cuz that's where i was downloading all the apps i liked from yeah so i wanted my app to be there as well yeah so, this is um this is this publishing thing is so true because when i make a youtube video or even when i'm coding at work people say like the thing that you're doing doesn't exist until it has been checked in yes like it doesn't exist so if, if you're making sure you know home videos are different youtube is different but to me when i was making youtube videos it was like okay it doesn't exist until it's been exported and published yeah like okay yeah. there's been progress made on it but it doesn't exist yeah man and like um and i i eventually did learn how much work it is to actually publish something mm-hmm. so the eventual idea ended up becoming and you know about the app uh, it's called walzies yeah i know <laughs> um, the app i uh, love the name thank you uh, 2014 ratik uh, so i i so the motivation was that i i've always liked wallpapers for like my phone my mm-hmm. computer i always like to have it updated and it, it and updating the wallpaper on my phone or my computer really energizes me <laughs> um <laughs> so i thought let's make a wallpaper app and also at this point i was the google plus was a thing uh-huh um and google plus had these like wallpaper communities that i was a part of and they used to like post new wallpapers and somehow you sometimes apps would get published on it which were like wallpaper packs so i thought hey this is not too difficult to make and it kind of combines my like i i knew i could build it like in terms of technically because i was still learning and i also loved wallpaper so i thought this is the perfect mix so i started off making it i think i made the first version and i don't know it was very quick i think one or two weeks and i was done okay and this was like me writing java very new to it um co- like constantly googling things watching new boston again and again um and like the first version was also like not super performant but it worked like it got the job done and i made it i'm 
got to like got it to like a 1.0 which i was happy with mm-hmm. and then the whole thing was that i need to get this released yeah which which is a whole can of worms in itself because you did need that to then, go? yeah so i realized that you need a developer account so for a developer account you need to pay google 25 dollars um <laughs> to and but the good thing is google gives you it for lifetime Okay. Whereas Apple takes hundred dollars every year for Yikes. you to be a developer. Wow! Apple, that's like <laughs> Apple basically. So Google is nicer that way. I so just you're paid telling that me point. that Google pays Apple one hundred dollars a year just so they can publish Gmail and YouTube on there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Apple has paid them Pro- twenty five dollars once. <laughs> probably more. Yeah, because um, enterprise and multiple apps. Yeah, because like even at work now, like you. you pay as per how many seats of developers you need okay. so you pay per seat okay so um, so it's it's a whole thing but um, so so you, so google pays apple a lot of money every year to publish so many apps which is like gmail youtube maps google search all of their apps basically and apple paid google 25 dollars once to post move to ios app <laughs> yeah let that sink in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so where yeah, did you um, get the twenty five dollars from? From my dad, because I didn't have a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had to con. I had to tell my dad, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm making an app, and I want to release it. So I need like your credit card." And he was like more than willing to give it to me because mm-hmm. he he was he was excited about it as well. I sh- I installed the app on his phone to like show him like, see, I've made this. Um and yeah, super supportive that way and. then i bought got the account and then I, there was this thing google had this like published checklist yeah. so you need like a bunch of things like you need app store screenshots you need a video you need like a, a whole host of things uh, so i collected all of that it almost felt like some bureaucratic work that i'm doing collecting like these things mm-hmm. um but i eventually got there and put the app out and i shared it on like facebook and all my friends seem to be very like supportive also like people start downloading it mm. and it was a really cool moment i think um where like volzies went live and yeah um it was it was a good good time yeah so volzies i remember using volzies myself i've uh, i i i downloaded it i think when i first m- first met you the thing that was out there uh, uh, like one of the first things you sent me a link to was walzies <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah could be could be yeah and then i downloaded it and then i used it and i was like oh wallpapers because before that i was never a wallpaper app kind of person it okay. was like okay you know go online find the latest verge wallpapers or find something downloaded applied myself and then i was like oh walzies works like you can just open it up and get and get 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 a yeah. wallpaper and apply it so you've made walzies you've published walzies just to go back on like the kind of stuff google makes you do as a checklist for publishing an app i've always been grateful that they make people do that because because it it's it's a great experience for the end user like you have a video you have screenshots you have mm. descriptions you have uh, you know what's new that section yeah yeah you Jay have Rock, reviews yeah. like it's it's important that they make people do that um it is part of making the app it's not 
it, it's part of having your app be out there. It's not part of making the app itself. Yeah, you're right. And I feel grateful for a different reason. Like I'm glad I've done all of this because mm-hmm. I I published as an indie developer essentially. Because if if I hadn't done that right now at work, we are not the ones publishing the apps. It's usually the product team that does it, or some kind of management for a client, because um, they want to basically make sure that their store listing is how they want it to be. Because it becomes like a marketing decision, right? But I'm glad I've done this because I know it for life now. Like it's not, it's it's almost like a skill to be honest. Yeah, and it also comes to like I, I was thinking about this recently. Where what are the things that really excite me? And one of the things that really excites me especially during the time friendship time has been alive has been releasing things so yeah whether that is releasing a new version of my website or releasing a new episode or releasing a new blog post it's always okay i have been doing something in my head for a while and here is a link that points to that thing and it's, that it's, is the yeah that is the so- yeah that, that's what hits me a lot um so you've made walsies you've shared walsies you've shoved it down my throat <laughs> next up you make this app called uttam yes i think there was there was one more in between like i made like this um hex to rgb converter app that. also yeah, yeah. like i think i called it hexify you, um, you make you make these apps but i remember yeah. the flagship app that you made yes being yes. called uttam what is uttam <laughs> uh, so okay so th- so I've done all these and Uttam is two years after that. Okay. So Uttam is supposed to be my app that I make while in college studying maths. Um, and it's supposed to be my portfolio piece essentially for getting jobs eventually. And it's also supposed to teach me a lot of newer Android things that have come out. So it was a, it was two things. Obviously I wanted to make something nice and publish it and eventually use it i wanted to use it but it also was important for like my career because i i wanted to use it to get a job basically um because i started seeing job descriptions and people were like it's if you've published an app that's a nice to have yeah yeah like and i'm like okay this is something i have to do because i'm not going to engineering college and i don't have the credentials so i need to prove myself in some other way so Uttam is that and ideally what it is essentially is it's a wallpaper app but instead of it being a wallpaper pack it kind of does stuff for you mm-hmm. so it in the background every day refreshes your phone's wallpaper and so even like when I say that out loud it is more complexity than Walsies because I'm like fetching a wallpaper in the background yeah like these are things I'd never done so I was learning all this while making this mm-hmm. So, so it Uttam was another is like a wallpaper app. I remember very vividly that it had a much more refined design than Walsies. Yes. Is that partly down to uh is it is it completely down to you getting better and spending more time on design or is it also down to Google changing their design language? I think both. I was going to say that. So it's it's partly skills, my own skills and like having had some experience with app design and just using more apps Mm -hmm. and also like Android as a platform evolving and like their visual language changing. Okay. So, so Uttam comes out, uh, you spent a lot of time making this thing. 
yes i probably spent a year making this and this was and like end to end you designed you thought of the font to use in the icon you made the videos i remember you asking me about like hey how can i record 60 fps uh, screen yeah, yeah. because i somewhere in something i had made i had recorded a piece of my screen and you were like hey how do i get like 60 fps you get shots of your phone running with them uh, you make a video yeah. for your youtube i guess and uh, is that the same video that's also on the thumbstore app app store list yes yes correct yeah and i i make a landing page for this also. yeah you so mean you make a website, website for the which is uttam.app right uh, no Get right now it's just uh, i don't own the domain anymore it's just on my website now so it's right. like ratiksharma.com/uttam okay okay um so yeah i downsized <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I, you're right i did everything from coining the name to the design to the development to the marketing to the release okay and and while obviously learning things and getting stuck and asking for help so it's clearly uh, a step up from anything you've ever built before it had to be like it was supposed to be there was like, most of that's how you grow <laughs> yeah so what was the yeah. toughest part of making uttam as compared to making one of the previous apps you'd made um i think my own expectations like just wanting it to be better than anything i'd made that and also i would say it was also like balancing between college work and also like like learning things and making stuff because i was also in college mm-hmm. so there was like that balancing act and i was also doing this android nano degree yeah um which was which also helped me make uttam to be honest um so that course was also happening so was I that guess, certification more because you wanted it to be something on your resume or was it more because you were like okay this is going to teach me things that i can use for my app both um resume and for like teach me things as well because it 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 was again and not like it it still 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 to be honest now as well it it was evolving very quickly as a platform so like every 6 months there were new things to learn so it was just good that i had access to this like course material from google um that taught me like these newer things so yeah all of this was kind of happening at the same time and uttam in terms of actually if i think about it the most challenging things for me were just yeah my own expectations and also like i knew like at this point i i knew okay what is bad code like i had a better understanding of like what yeah. aren't good practices yeah so just to figure out what are the right practices and then doing them um like figuring all of that out on my own was probably the toughest aspect and then i remember release being a tough one as well cuz like this is the first time i actually felt the the 20% was 80% of the work yeah <laughs> like in the end like cuz like the release took like few months uh like but uh, i got there eventually so that that's good <laughs> yeah because release is one of those things which you do you know basically once in the time of an app because after that it's all iterative so release is this thing that you have less practice with you get more practice with the ins and outs of tweaking the app of changing functionality yeah and yeah. then but the releases you do it once so you have to put all of your you know yeah especially as like a solo developer it is like that first release is quite important and like a lot of the modern software engineering practices and you know about this a lot of that is around like releasing often mm-hmm. um like release yeah. every 2 weeks or every 4 weeks 
so like software teams kind of do that but as a solo developer that first release is kind of crucial and then then you then you iterate as you as you get time yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you, or you get bugs reported <laughs> <laughs> so you make uttam uttam is on my phone again and i i i honestly think uttam was the one wallpaper app that i have really used in my life like i don't think i've even walzies i had walzies on my phone yeah i i use those words very intentionally i had it on my phone <laughs> but i used uttam because no, it didn't same. ask me to use it like it it would just yeah. do everything at 7am um would... same and there was there was partly why i made it like cuz walzies had like a ceiling cuz it was a wallpaper pack like i had to update walzies if i wanted to update the pack every time so part of the reason for uttam was that it kind of does its own thing <laughs> yeah i remember uh, thinking uh when 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 i actively started using uttam without even realizing it when i'm using walzies it's a question of whether i will remember to change my wallpaper but when i'm using uttam it's a question of whether i will go in and put in the effort to stop it from updating my wallpaper yeah it changes which, by default yeah which is <laughs> because the photos were so good i was like oh great and every morning i used to wake up and i used to feel like my phone is a new phone yeah and that's why i like wallpapers so so uttam yeah. comes out uh it's supposed to be your flagship piece slash the, the your portfolio piece to eventually the goal was to try to get a job yes so then you're done with college you graduate without a job and uh, i'm sure you're looking out for jobs you're like okay i want to yes was was this the only way to go like was making an android app or being in a position where you could make android apps the only job you would have considered um i think by by like this point i'd spent so many years doing it that it seemed like my best skill mm-hmm. even though i could do like design i could do some web stuff i just spent a lot of time doing android and i enjoyed it also so at this point i wouldn't say like 2016 2017 i i i identified as an android developer um like it was what i was primarily doing what i was consuming what i was like like learning about so it it seemed obvious for me to try to hunt for jobs in that space and yeah the the market the job market kind of lent itself to this as well because there were like a decent amount of jobs for mobile apps so that's what i tried doing although this is where the story changes and like things go as i didn't plan them to go <laughs> basically what happened um so yeah i i was applying for jobs on my own and like these were some startups essentially like these were like startups in and around delhi ncr and i interviewed interviewing was a whole new skill like first time interviewing um uttam did help as like and like my existing apps were definitely like i got through the initial uh, screening very quickly for all jobs because i i think i my portfolio passed the eye test really well like my resume and my like things i'd published um and then some places i didn't like some places um i got to the last round and kind of it fizzled out or this like one place i remember i, I really wanted to work there mm-hmm. and i got to the last round there and i thought my interview process had gone really well but they just said that did hired somebody else in the end and i found out later because i i'm kind of friends with the guy who interviewed me there you know <laughs> and he told me that they just 
stopped hiring because they ran out of money. <laughs> oh. Uh, so like stuff like this happens and it's not always as straightforward. Mm-hmm. So I basically couldn't get a job as like an Android engineer, quote unquote. Um, and I ended up getting something entirely different, uh, which is again, like a thing we've spoken about a bunch, which is Miraki. Um, and Miraki was like a place I'd volunteered at using my other skills which are like web development and design because <laughs> uh, i made the like first website on wordpress like all that wordpress stuff from ninth grade comes back and design jobs come back um and i'd volunteered with them because they were just setting up as a company so they needed people help people to help them with that mm-hmm. and eventually that ended up becoming a job offer Mm. Uh, and that's what I took and that's kind of where the engineering journey began so did basically. you ever do any kind of actual android development at Meraki yes in my third year okay there what did you make so um, an app which we never got to release sadly because the pandemic struck um, and so I think first two years at Meraki I was doing full stack work so it was most a lot of web stuff a lot of scripting, a lot of like chatbots. Um, and the third year, we took everything we learned from that experience and we were actually making a flagship app. Was it your um, idea? Uh, yeah, I'd always pushed for an app. But uh, but the thing is, I think it made sense to wait because I also feel like making an app bef- without even testing our ideas would have been a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so it made sense to use like a bunch of chatbots, learn stuff, and then take those learnings and incorporate that into like a app, which is like a more custom solution. Right. Okay. So, so when, when you have one skill, like if you have one major skill, which you really want to push, like, oh, making an app. So it's not the solution to everything, even though you might want it to be the solution to everything. Like, you- Oh yeah, hundred percent. I am, I am not somebody who, and this is again, something I learned at Miraki um yeah techno solutionism i think they call it <laughs> um i don't i'm not a fan i think yeah i was speaking to someone is, at, at work and yeah. uh, there were a lot of emails flying around oh can our script do this or can we automate that or can we do this and his response is like of course we can automate this we can automate everything we ever want but the question is should we do it and is that even the right solution because you can do it like you can make an app for anything but should you? Yeah, absolutely. I think, and at Miraki, that kind of played out very nicely and I got to see it firsthand. And eventually, yeah, we were making an app and I was finally using all these like skills. I was brushing up on them mm-hmm. and making an app. And then unfortunately, like the pandemic happened and what Miraki did as a company changed because of that. Okay. So the app kind of fizzled and like didn't really make sense to continue making it. Sure. Okay. Um, so, so, so yeah. Meraki, you, you, you know, you, you don't really make the app and then you leave on a very happy note and, uh, yeah. you know, company's happy, you're happy and you leave. And as happy as both of us can as, be. As happy as both of, us, <laughs> both of you could be. And you leave and you join Fueled, which is your current company or should I say, yeah. and then you leave and you join your current company. Yeah. Where you where they make only apps <laughs> where the, that's the job description you make precisely apps. okay exactly and so, yeah and i guess the story is proof enough for why i did it because i wanted to make apps finally um 
and i wanted to explore that space after so many years like since 2014 i had been doing this thing mm-hmm. and this was now 2020 like six so, years so so tell me one thing okay you say you gave these interviews for app design positions when you had just graduated and i'm sure you interviewed for your current company right like when mm-hmm. when you got the job yes 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 was there something particularly different about those two interviews where you think the difference was made in not getting the job versus getting the job um can you can you phrase your question differently yeah so I was there don't think i understand was there any difference in rathik interviewing straight out of college versus rathik interviewing oh. after 3 years of work experience which 100%. you think you know influenced yeah. their decision at the end yeah so my field interview was the essentially the technical round was me talking through the app i was making at meraki oh okay like that was basically what we talked about like they were asking me questions about that mm-hmm. and that was basically my interview so i don't get fueled unless i do everything before right okay uh, so it 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 does help a lot yeah mm-hmm. so even though it was never published it is the reason why you are at fueled <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that and like obviously a lot of things go into getting a job obviously your basic communication skills sure sure, sure. That, that's fine that's fine but this yeah. is about you being an android developer not you being a yeah. human being i know you're a human being <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel i want, like i think that stuff is important too because your question was what was different than okay. in me right, because right. those 3 years taught me these things as well yeah and i think even if i'd made an app but i'd not done the other softer things Mm-hmm. I might have not gotten my current job, so it no. it kind of was goes hand in hand. Is I guess what my point was. <laughs> okay, so 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 you get this job at Fuel where you like ninety percent of the job is to make Android apps. Yes, it is my is brand. Is ninety percent a fair? Yeah, I would say so. And now I'm like doing something cross-platform, so I'm technically making apps for Android and iOS. Okay. So that's a new space that I'm exploring, and that's kind of what I what I want to do more of, like. explore iOS stuff as well and eventually kind of become a mobile engineer rather than just an Android engineer mm-hmm. so that's that's i guess the next step <laughs> okay yeah i was about to ask so you're you know you you started making android apps because you wanted to make uh, an iOS tweak and now you're here making yeah. a cross platform app for iOS on a macbook <laughs> yeah it's life funny man. it's funny how it came around at you <laughs> I I assume you're not jailbreaking things anymore. No, no, I stopped a while <laughs> back. I think Apple made their iPhones good enough for me to stop jailbreaking. <laughs> so, what's next? I mean, you 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 know, you started making Android apps. You made Android apps for yourself. You made something for a non-profit which was then your portfolio piece that got you into your current job where you make professional apps that are published by other clients. What is Ratik Sharma doing next? Ratik Sharma is right now yeah focusing just on getting better um becoming quote unquote an expert at this um obviously whatever that means for me and yeah just getting better um and when you're like in when you're making apps there are like so many nuances that come into the picture you could make apps in different kinds of domains and then you could maybe enjoy one domain really well and then you might want to just focus on that domain so do you like, mean something like oh 
I've made a game and I think I I really just want to make Android games. Yeah, that that could be a possible direction to go in. Like if if I make a I don't know, a fitness app and I'm like this is a really fun space or like a finance app and like I'm like oh wow, they're like some challenging problems or a podcasting app. Yeah, true. <laughs> um and I want to do that more then maybe I seek that. But yeah, right now I don't think I'm seeking anything as such. I'm more or less have my head down and focusing on just learning things. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Now I know how the math major became <laughs> the Android app developer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the story. Um because yeah, I, even though I knew pieces of it in in like oh I knew Walzies existed. I knew Uttam existed. I didn't know Uttam had that kind of pressure riding on it where it would be like oh you know I I need to get a job and I would like this yeah. to be the reason why. And I didn't know that the thing you made in the end towards the end at meraki was walking through was the reason why you got the fuel job but um yeah now i see it now i understand yeah but cool yeah it's it's good to go down memory lane no <laughs> yeah this 100% i think what what i really liked about this was we did an episode on the side effects of um like friendship time this is like something i would probably revisit uh in a few years and be like oh this is my journey till then yeah yeah <laughs> and or i don't know if somebody asks me this question now i have a link for them <laughs> <laughs> okay so thanks for joining me on this week's episode of unbox um unbox yeah <laughs> this, this wow. is your version of unbox wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow this week's episode of unbox time with ratik sharma <laughs> glad to hear your journey through towards the end of your school days to you know making android apps now and uh, i hope everybody who listened enjoyed and you know if they want to make an android app they should yeah if if you want to do something you can <laughs> and on that note thank you for listening to friendship time this week you know where to find us online Uh, go to friendshiptime.com to learn anything and everything about us thanks for listening to another week of friendship time we will see you next week bye bye everybody you had a birthday there is a mouse and that need is a mouse you pick up the leaves and magic is lost <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!